Hello and welcome to this talk from Hersham Baptist Church. My name is Heather and it's great to be with you today. We are taking a break from our series in 2 Corinthians to think about something different. We are now into the season of Lent, which began on Wednesday. And as a church, we are spending some time between now and Easter doing a number of things. You can take a look at the Lent page on our website to find out a little bit more about what is going on in the church in the next few weeks. One of the things that we are doing, though, and perhaps the most important, is seeking to draw closer to Jesus by coming to learn from him in this season. We have called this part of our Lent challenge 40 Days with Jesus. And each day we are taking a short passage from Mark's Gospel and asking ourselves what it teaches us about Jesus and what it might mean for us. Who is Jesus? Who really is he? This is perhaps one of the greatest questions that we can ever ask. And there are lots of things that we could say straight away. As Christians, we could say that he's the son of God, the one who died to save us, the one who forgives us and gives us new life. And all of those things would be true and right. But what we want to do this Lent is to look beneath what Jesus has done for us to who he is, his very heart, to the centre of who he is. Before we go any further, here is our lunchtime summary for today. Jesus is gentle and lowly in heart. He invites us to come to him just as we are and he promises to give us rest for our souls. Jesus is gentle and lowly in heart. He invites us to come to him just as we are and he promises to give us rest for our souls. So why are we asking ourselves this question today? Why should we be interested in Jesus's heart? This question for me arose at our life group just over a week ago. I don't know about you, but in our life group, we were all feeling pretty weary last week. We have hit month 11 of the pandemic. It's cold outside. It's been months since we have had any substantial social contact or had the opportunity to worship together in person. And that all takes its toll. And as we were praying for one another at the end of life group, I felt prompted to look up a couple of verses of Jesus's teaching that I have read many times before in Matthew 11 verses 28 to 30 and to encourage the rest of the group with them. This is what Jesus says. Come to me all who labour, well that's translated weary sometimes, and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. These are well-known verses. Perhaps you're also very familiar with them. But there was something that struck me afresh when I looked them up last week. And it was that middle line which says, Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And I honestly don't think I'd ever really properly noticed those before. And they tell us something, something so important And something which I think is so appropriate for us in the season we're in right now. Are any of you weary? Are you feeling weighed down by life? I know I am. So Jesus is speaking these verses to you and to me. 
And what he says to us is, come, come to me and learn from me. And the promise is that as we do so, we will find rest for our souls. I've always found these verses comforting, but what my fresh reading of them gave, uh, drew my attention to was the how of this process. How is Jesus going to give me rest for my soul when I come to him weary and weighed down? How's it going to work? Well, as we come to Jesus, he wants us to learn from him. And what he wants us to learn is that he is gentle and lowly in heart. And it's as we come to understand something of Jesus's heart in this way that he promises that we will find rest for our souls. The other thing that I was prompted to do when I read these verses last week was to buy a book. I was aware that a book entitled Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortmund had been published at the end of last year and had been really well received. And when I read Matthew 11 last week, it struck me that Dane's book must be based on these verses. And so I bought a copy on Kindle and have been reading it this week. A lot of what I'm going to say is based on his book, so full credit to him, and it really is well worth a read. So let's begin this journey of discovery of Jesus's heart that he invites us to enter into. Firstly then, what does it mean to say that Jesus is gentle and lowly in heart? A person's heart is at the very centre of who they are. It's what animates and directs them. Jesus himself said, for example, in Luke 6 verse 45, that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And there is only one place in the Gospels where Jesus talks about his own heart. And when he does so, he does so in these verses and he chooses to tell us that what animates the centre of who he is, is that he is gentle and lowly in heart. And Dane Ortland says, who could have thought up such a saviour? This is perhaps not the way we expected Jesus to describe his heart. Perhaps we would have thought he would have used words like holy or splendid or majestic or powerful. But those aren't the words that he uses to describe his heart. The words are gentle and lowly. The word gentle is used um, three other times in the New Testament. In Matthew 5, in the Beatitudes, it is translated meek. The meek will inherit the earth. And in Matthew 21, it is translated as humble to describe how Jesus enters Jerusalem on Palm Sunday on a donkey. And it's these characteristics, gentle, meek, humble, that lie at the heart of who Jesus is. Sometimes it might be tempting to think of Jesus as the one who comes to highlight our sin and is somehow wagging a finger at us and telling us to clean up our acts and come and change. And Jesus does show us our sin and he does call, he does call us to repent and to live differently. But that isn't who he is. Who he is is gentle. A gentle saviour with his arms open wide, ready to welcome us, whatever state we're in, rather than a cross schoolmaster wagging his finger at us. The word lowly is often translated humble. And I don't know what you think of when you hear the word humble. 
We might think of someone who's exhibiting some sort of false piety like Uriah Heep in David Copperfield. But that isn't at all what is meant here. The word for lowly or humble here is referring to life circumstances, a sense of destitution, of being brought low. For example, in Romans 11 verse 16, Paul says that we should not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. He's urging us to spend time with the poor, the outcasts, those who are socially unimpressive. And so when Jesus refers to himself as being lowly in heart, he is saying that he is like this. He's humble. He's totally accessible. He's not some high king that we can't possibly get anywhere near. No, he is accessible to anyone. We don't need to pass a test to meet with him or prove ourselves in some way. He has already humbled himself, descending from heaven to live amongst us, amongst the poor and the lonely. He was a friend of outcasts and sinners. For all that Jesus is the author of creation, holy and perfect in all of his ways, he's also the most approachable man who has ever lived. Which leads us to our next question. Who can come to Jesus? Well, Matthew eleven twenty eight specifically says that what qualifies us to come to Jesus is that we are those who labour or are weary and are heavy laden. Labour speaks of trying to work really hard to make life work. Perhaps you feel weary through trying to make life better for yourself weary of trying to be a good parent or a valuable member of the team at work or a helpful neighbour. And being heavy laden speaks of those burdens that weigh us down, those things that are outside of our control, but which weigh... Perhaps um, you're facing some difficulty by way of health or disability or life circumstance. Well, if you identify with any of these situations, then Jesus desires that you come to him so that you may find rest for your soul and I venture to suggest that that's probably all of us and we don't need to deal with these things before we come to Jesus because it is these very burdens our weary state which qualify us to come to him Jesus came specifically for people struggling like us Jesus's arms are open wide and waiting for any and all who will come to him. We just need to come. He has issued an open invitation. He wants to give us rest. That's a free gift. No strings attached. No payment required. We just have to come. Jesus knows that life on this earth is hard. He has lived it and he still lives it with us now. But what's more, the very reason he came was to set us free from the hardships we experience on earth, to set us free from our own sin, from death itself, from struggle and from strife. Why, I wonder then, are we often so slow to accept this almost too good to be true helping hand? Perhaps it's because we actually misunderstand what kind of yoke Jesus wants to take us to take upon our shoulders. Which brings us to our last point. Jesus says that his yoke is easy. 
A yoke was a wooden contraption used in farming to drive the cattle on as you ploughed the fields. It would have been heavy and cumbersome and uncomfortable. So why does Jesus choose this image in a passage where he is talking about how we can come and find rest? The word for easy here can also be translated kind. In other words, this yoke that Jesus speaks of isn't really a yoke at all. It's a non-yoke. Yes, it involves being connected to the one who puts it upon us and allowing him to lead us. But it isn't heavy or burdensome. It's exactly the opposite. His yoke is easy. It's kind. It's the very thing that will lighten the burden upon us. Jesus wants to connect us to himself, the one who is gentle and lowly in heart. Dane Ortland uses the analogy of a life jacket in his book. Jesus is throwing us a life jacket as we are busy drowning at life. The sensible thing is to take the life jacket so that we stop drowning and we get help. And that's hopefully what we would do very quickly if we were literally drowning in water. But so often we say, no, Jesus, I'm drowning here. I can't possibly take on the added burden of your life jacket like yoke. Now, that might sound far fetched, but let's pause for a minute and ask ourselves whether that's actually what we do. Have you ever said to yourself, I am so tired, I can't possibly read my Bible? Or I'm too busy, I just don't have time to pray. Or I'm so stressed, I can't go to life group tonight. Or I just feel so low, I can't go and worship at church today. I know that I have thought all of those things because I've misunderstood the nature of the yoke that Jesus was offering me. At times, I have seen coming to Jesus and learning from him As a burdensome yoke, something that's just going to add to all my problems. It's going to make me even more tired or more stressed. Another thing I've got to do. But it isn't like that at all. I haven't seen that actually what Jesus was wanting to do was to give me rest. That by coming to him through these various means of grace, through the Bible, through prayer, through fellowship with others... These are the ways in which I'm going to learn from my gentle and lowly saviour and find rest for my soul. In those times when I was weary and heavy laden, I rejected the life jacket that Jesus was trying to throw me. And in the week running up to life group last week, when I felt prompted to look up these verses in Matthew 11, I was having a terrible time. I felt low and stressed and tired and fed up. And to be honest, I really didn't feel like talking to other people, let alone trying to lead a Bible study. But one of the things about leadership responsibility is that you can't really just not show up. But actually, when I showed up, I was doing what Jesus wanted me to do all along. I was weary and heavy laden and then I came to him. Now, that wasn't particularly my motivation at the time, But that, in fact, was what I was doing. And actually, I was coming in an environment where I could learn from him. And so as we studied the passage for the week and as we shared stories with one another, as we prayed together, I was experiencing something of Jesus's heart, the gentle and lowly heart, which says it's okay to come to me with all of your mess and all of your burdens 
You have come to me and I promise that I will give you rest for your soul. And it's then as we were praying at the end that the Holy Spirit gave me these verses as if to underline the point that what I needed to do most when I was at my lowest was to come to him. And then since that evening, I have felt something changing within me. I don't feel so stressed or low. I have a growing sense of hope that God is with me and he will give me strength to get through this season, however long it may last. The actual problems haven't gone away. We're still in lockdown. I'm still homeschooling my children. We're still in a a busy house altogether, restricted from seeing people. But somehow I felt that Jesus was giving me rest for my soul and enabling me to cope, enabling me to keep walking forward. He was sending me a life jacket. We are living in a really difficult time and we can't get through it alone. And Jesus doesn't want us to. He wants desperately for us to come to him because he delights in us, he loves us, and he wants nothing more than to comfort us and to reveal himself to us as the gentle and lowly saviour that he is. He came for such as us, he came for the weary and the heavy laden. He wants us to come in that state to him. So how then should we respond? Well, if you have never come to Jesus before, if you've never heard this invitation, but you are drawn to this loving saviour today, if you're feeling weary and heavy laden, then the message for you this week is come. Come whatever your state or situation, lay down your burdens and let Jesus bring you rest for your soul. He is gentle and lowly in heart. He will never reject you or cast you out. He desires more than anything for you to come and to learn from him. So why not say a short prayer and tell him you'd like to come? And if you know Jesus, but are feeling weighed down by life at the moment, or weary with the effort of your work, then come to him. Spend time with him, learn from him, and let him give you rest for your soul. You could start by joining us in our Lent challenge and spend a few minutes each day reading Mark's Gospel and thinking about what it shows you about Jesus. Come to him, learn from the one who is gentle and lowly in heart. If you're in a life group, then go to it. Go and be encouraged and encourage others. Jesus has given us one another as a means of learning more about him, as we see him working in and through each other's lives. If you're not part of a life group but would like to be, then get in touch and we will connect you with a group. So let's come to Jesus and learn from him through fresh eyes this week. Jesus is gentle and lowly in heart. He invites us to come to him just as we are and he promises to give us rest for our souls. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the one who came to live amongst us, to die for us and to show us the way to a new and more glorious life with you. Lord, thank you that you are a God who is near to us, that you are gentle and lowly in heart. Help us to come to you this week to lay down our burdens and to allow you to minister to our souls, to give us rest. Help us, Lord, to come and to learn from you this week that we would be refreshed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm.